All right, so take two of the new Prison Wallet's fucking long-distance recording attempts. I'm Keith, and this is Ray. How you doing, Ray? Um, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's been ages since, like, so we do our normal thing where when I'm in Toronto, we record a bunch of episodes, and then we put them out slowly. But ever since coronavirus happened, it's been real slowly, like crazy slowly. And they're like really long commentaries and stuff. So we were thinking, why not try to do some shorter episodes and for the first time ever, try to do it long distance, do it over Zoom. So hopefully this episode doesn't totally suck because this is our first test of doing a Zoom episode. It should be interesting. Yeah, we uh, like I was saying in our first attempt of this episode that failed is uh, we always used to just do these in person just because it's, you know, more fun or whatever. But now that Corona has locked everything down, you're in Toronto and I'm on the East Coast. And uh, I've been just hanging out with some of the other Toronto peeps, like our Scott Pilgrim episode that's coming up. Uh, the two guests we had on that episode, I've been hanging out with them and just playing Jackbox and shit. And it's easier than I thought. Like this is kind of, it's less weird than I thought it would be doing these Zoom things. It's not quite the same as being there, but it's sort of close. So we're like, well, let's fucking, let's just try to do a podcast. Fuck it. And we're also on the free version of Zoom that I'm pretty sure we only have 40 minutes. <laughs> so but that's a good good excuse for us to keep our episodes shorter for this run. Because if uh, the Zoom shuts down, then we know we're finished. We know it's over. Should be all right. So, yeah, I thought uh, since, yeah, like our last state of the... Uh, of the prison wallets was about a year ago and it was a different goddamn world. So I thought maybe we'll just, uh, cause like, it's like when the COVID shit started, everybody was doing podcasts about like what COVID has been like for them. I kind of thought like, Oh, I guess we missed the boat on that one. We never got around to doing that with prison wallets. But even though it's been like how months and months, nothing is better. Everything is still fucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think we can still give a fucking COVID update and it's completely, appropriate so uh yeah so since you're in toronto i mean canada's got these different like hot spots like quebec is the worst like montreal and shit is totally fucked uh but toronto isn't great from what i hear so how are things going um it's you know what it's it's different it's hard to explain because i mean a lot of people here are following protocol and they're wearing masks and ttc has this weird they're saying it's mandatory to wear masks on on all TTC vehicles, but if you know someone wants to get on without a mask, they're not going to kick them off or find them. So it's not mandatory at all. It's a poor use of the word. Yeah, it definitely. It seems lucky just being in Canada. Like it's. I'm sure we got our share of dickheads, but not like the fucking states where everyone's no, having no. like a civil war over if they need to wear masks and <laughs> if they're allowed to reopen all their bullshit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I've been uh, watching on TikTok and on uh, Twitter and stuff, watching videos of Karens, and it's like the funniest shit ever. It's just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, so uh, the only people I guess I can go by are my other Toronto friends, but like, so my friend Mike, who he's in our, our upcoming Scott Pilgrim episode that's coming out eventually, <laughs> he's just been like in his condo for man like so long he like orders in groceries he leaves once in a while to go see his girlfriend but i'm just like like one of these things we thought was gonna be uh, it'll be six weeks maybe it'll be eight weeks and it just never fucking ends and then you hear these reports about things getting worse every time they open up stuff right like this is like the stand this is some fucked up shit it's funny because like angela uh has left the apartment i don't know a dozen maybe a little bit better than a dozen times since uh since march my 
eldest Caleb has left the apartment, you know, a bunch of times, but like not for long periods or long stretches or whatever. Me, I've been out like, I mean, I didn't stop. Like I was going to and from work when it was real, real bad. You know, when we were getting, you know, between 500 and 800 cases per day, I was still having to go to work because my job is uh, such where I have to be there. But, you know, fucking it's and it was funny, too, because TTC was like a ghost town. I would get on the train and there'd be like me and like maybe six other people on the whole train. Man. And now it's and now it's like right back to normal. Yeah, it's just it's such a just I guess it's weird, too, because it is like it's like uh, a ghost or some shit. Like you're just rolling the dice like you might be fine. You might not be. But you'll never, you'll never know. <laughs> That's what's so like super creepy. Yeah, you don't know until two weeks, and then it's hard to pinpoint where what happened. And yeah, it's definitely all relative. Like obviously, early on, Italy was super fucked, and then recently it was like Florida. Florida had like ten thousand cases in a day or some shit. Six days in a row, they had that. <laughs> so fucked. And then what's weird is there's certain cases that sound bad on the surface but turn out to be better like our friend brad he was about to come back to canada all set to come back to ontario and then COVID happened and he got stuck in japan they wouldn't let him leave so basically he got to extend his japanese visa because no one's allowed to leave and he's not in tokyo he's in like the fifth largest city and he said it's like you know you got to wear a mask and it's it's somewhat creepy but it's better than canada (laughs) so he gets like a free trip to japan kind of and it's like weirdly better there. It's like, that sounds so weird. You'd think being over there would be worse, but it's like somehow North America has like a worse version of COVID or some shit. It's weird. Right. So what have you been up to? I mean, I know that uh, you've, you've uh, been busy and whatever doing your uh, writing podcast. Yeah. So, uh, well, my case with this COVID shit is so weird where, so we're both obviously from Fredericton, New Brunswick, which is just this tiny little city in a tiny little province in Canada. And it's one of, like, I felt lucky at first when COVID happened because it's amazing here. Like, it's one of the lowest rates in the world. I I haven't checked lately, but last time I checked, we had like 150 cases total. I'm pretty sure right now we have none. Like, it's just amazing because it's nowhere. There's no reason to come here. So there's not a lot of through traffic. So I was like, wow, that's lucky. Like, I'm always I'm cynical about my hometown, but I was like, this is like the God teaching me a lesson. Like, you should respect your hometown because now it's amazing and there's no germs here. But I've just been slowly losing my mind in other ways because I'm stuck in like my parents. It's weird. They have money, but their properties are all just old, weird houses. And it's like in the winter, we had rats everywhere and that was creepy. And then they left when it got warm, but then bed bugs showed up. And it's like, oh my God, that's horrible too. And it's just like, all this stuff is just like, it's just, and my brother's schizophrenic and I hate him and (laughs) I'm just stuck here. And it's like, it's so weird. Like I'm trying to be thankful that I'm in this province where everything is like, we don't, you're supposed to wear masks and shit, but I mean, it just doesn't matter here. Like no one has it. So everything's pretty normal. It's just my shitty home life that sucks and I can't escape it because anywhere else I go in the world is worse than this. So yeah, I've just been trying to hold it together. (laughs) And hence, very few episodes of the prison walls, because I'm just like, oh, I was amazed even just to learn that about myself, how much I liked just going for a, a long walk to a coffee shop across town, and then editing a podcast at a coffee shop. And then suddenly there were no more coffee shops, and there's nowhere to go. And I'm just stuck at home. And I just, the last thing in the world I want to do is work on shit. 
so so I didn't <laughs> and here we are but I really can't complain like that's the worst part is that I know I'm just I'm not appreciating that I'm in this covid free beautiful little part of the world but I just I'm too much of a dick I just can't appreciate it I can't do it <laughs> so that's what's up with me well there you go I guess um have you have you bothered watching any movies lately or oh yeah well so that's the other thing so obviously the purview of this podcast is mostly movie based and yeah you were saying how you had some time off recently and you watched like a shit ton of movies and i was thinking like what have i watched like i watched a couple of anime movies recently just because i heard some guy on youtube was talking about them so i watched those and i was like is that it what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm like, I haven't watched shit. Like, what else is there to do right now? <laughs> I feel like I'm failing the, the fucking lockdown. I've literally watched, like, I mean, I've had, uh, I've been off for almost a week and a half. I took two weeks off. And I've watched, since my time off, well over 20 movies. And it's just like, I haven't had a time, chance to do that in so long. One I watched, I think, that I that you would really, really like is Guy Ritchie's new one, uh, The Gentleman. Oh, yeah, shit. Well, let me write that down because, yeah, I always loved Guy Ritchie. It's awesome. And we're going to need something to talk about on this goddamn podcast, so maybe that could be <laughs> maybe that could be it. Because, yeah, like Snatch especially, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and then Snatch, like I was obsessed with. And then I kept up with him, but eventually, you know, his movies, they weren't bad, but they just weren't as good, and I eventually kind of fell off. But I still like him a lot. I think this is actually probably my favorite thing he's done. Nice. Well, fuck, look forward to that for a future episode. Because, yeah, so that's the other thing with my uh, my creator burnout is, uh, is, yeah, since we do those long commentaries and they're just a bitch to edit, so we're thinking we'll do some shorter episodes. So let's put that on the docket. Let's fucking, we'll have a 20-minute talk about the new Guy Ritchie movie when I fucking, when I watch it. Yeah, it's pretty swell. I've, I've watched a lot of movies, like, since since my time off. It's been uh, It's been really great, so... Uh, because, I mean, I have a ton of movies, like a fucking ton. Uh, I got an Al Adamson box set. He did a lot of genre movies, like 60s, 70s, 80s sort of thing. Then he was murdered hmm. by, yeah, like in real life, he was killed by some guy who he hired to help him do like house renovations and the guy like buried him under concrete after he killed him jesus hey did you hear about uh because it was really close to here this was like i'm sure you did hear about it. it was a couple of months ago now i guess but the dude who dressed up like a police officer and had his own police car and shit yeah man and he just drove around nova scotia and killed a shit ton of people yeah <laughs> yeah that was fucked because that's like one province over but it's like it's weird that that was also like Nova Scotia's Corona numbers went up after that. But at the time they literally had more deaths from that one guy than they had from Corona for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's just fucked up. Cause he did, this is what I always heard. I can't remember where I read this, but, uh, or maybe there's this indie horror movie called long pigs. That was like a fake documentary about uh, a murderer. And I remember they said in that, like the best way to kill somebody is don't kill anybody. You know, it can't be a crime of passion. Just go to a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere go in, kill the people, and leave, and you'll never get caught. And that's basically what this guy did, except he did it a bunch of times in one night, and then he was just at a gas station at a big stop, and the cops fucking caught him, and he went down in a blaze of bullets. <laughs> but it's sort, of like a, it's sort of like an 80s slasher movie set in Nova Scotia. Yeah, totally. And it's like, I, I don't remember his exact numbers, but he, he went to at least half a dozen different houses and killed everybody. And it's... Like that one worked out pretty well. I still, I would love to interview these people if you could do like a Ouija board just to see what the overall plan was. Like what was the end game? Because obviously that didn't work. 
but it reminds me of that guy in uh, Toronto a few years ago who just drove his car down Young Street trying to hit people. And he only hit like a few people and it was really lame. <laughs> yeah, it was actually right up on my in-laws place. Yeah, that's fucked, right? So I was way more proud of this Nova Scotia guy. You know, obviously it's, <laughs> it's very bad. Don't kill people. But if you're going to kill people, he did a pr it was pretty good. Pretty, and he was like a 50 year old dentist. Just fucked. It would make a good movie for sure. So, yeah, um, Corona's really hit the movie industry hard. Yeah, I wanted to ask that too, because uh, obviously we only have one movie theater in this town and it is just dead that's the end of that one but right. did they reopen any theaters in toronto or what's going on not yet not not to the best of my knowledge anyway i don't think it's a wise move at this point yeah well i, I really like because i i think we've even brought it up in this podcast that uh i always worry about movie theaters like i used to be a projectionist and i saw all the back end stuff and how like they really do just make all their money off popcorn and like it's not a very sustainable business model anyway in the modern era and the real estate prices are fucking crazy because you need so much space. And I was always worried, like, I wonder when I'm old if there will still be movie theaters. And then Corona happened and it's like, fuck, dude, if they're ever going to die, now's the time. <laughs> like, they're in big trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, I personally, I mean, I, I love going to the movie theater, but I really do think that uh, if companies want to make make good money, they'll forego the movie theater altogether and start renting movies on VOD much like they're doing now. Like you could rent movies that are supposed to be in theaters for like 20 bucks or 25 bucks. And then, you know, put them out on Blu-ray a month later or something like that. Blu-ray and 4K, you know, 30, 40 bucks a pop. You're going to make your money back because people want movies. Yeah, I heard uh, the only one I read about specifically was the Trolls movie, but I heard it really made a shitload of money. And it's like, wow, like one of the... Sonic. Oh, yeah, right. Well, one of the theories, too, I heard with those kid movies is because it's like 20 bucks a rental, but kids want to see it over and over. <laughs> There's probably a bunch of parents that are like, God damn it, fine, I'll just fucking rent you the $20 Trolls movie again. Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What did I rent? I, I rented something that was like, oh, I rented Scoob. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they really shouldn't have gotten rid of Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Like, that's my biggest gripe about it. I agree. Because everyone else is sort of replaceable except for scoob and shaggy man i noticed so our uh, our scooby-doo uh commentary is doing pretty good it's got i don't know it's getting up there on the views but i just noticed the other day because i haven't been paying attention to the uh to the prison wallets youtube page the fucking babysitter commentary has got a shit ton of views when did that fucking happen i've been watching it man i've been watching them all climb like it's crazy um we've got close to eight thousand views or something like that for the babysitter which i mean I know it's 8,000. I know that there are YouTubers that are getting, you know, a million views or whatever. But fuck that. I don't give a shit. 10,000, like nearly 10,000 people watched our commentary for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about it. That's fucking wicked. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I was shocked when I saw it. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. We have a few of them like that, actually, that are, you know, ramping up in numbers. And it's it's nice because... Uh, I like that people like what we do. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a nice little, especially with that one in particular, the babysitter one, because it is just kind of proof that, uh, you know, don't follow the trends or whatever. Just do what you like and someone else will give a shit too, <laughs> you know? There's a sequel that's in post-production, actually. 
Nice. Every single person is returning, uh, except for, as far as I know, Samara Weaving. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do that, but... <laughs> yeah, what's up know. with her? Did she get famous or something? Is she in other things? Oh, yeah. Is she too busy? No, she, she is... Her, her price went up. Man, it's always weird, though. Sequels, it's always hard to get excited about a sequel, because it's almost never <laughs> works out, but... I don't know, because, I mean, the first Babysitter was so good. I mean, if the sequel's half as good, I'll still like it. Yeah. That's what I think. This is jumping topics a little bit, but I think that's kind of what happened with uh, that video game, The Last of Us, how it's it's like a movie. It's the most like a movie that a video game has ever really been. And the sequel's just no good. And it's like, it really makes me, it feels like that. It feels like a sequel that just didn't turn out in the movie world. And it's like, oh, weird. Video games are, are like that too now. <laughs> it makes me think of like Ginger Snaps too. It's like, it's not a bad movie. There's neat stuff in it. But it's way shittier than the first one, <laughs> you know, that type of feeling. And the third one's just a write-off. I've always been meaning, maybe we should sometime do that again, because I only watched the third one once. And yeah, it's just like, just a weird idea of like, let's just do ginger snaps in colonial times for no fucking reason. Right. But since I've only seen it once, I gotta watch it again someday. Just, you know. I've only seen it once as well. And it's been so long since that movie came out, it'll almost be like a fresh viewing. <laughs> I literally remember nothing about it except that it was really, really bad. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things too, just, I don't know, well that's a whole different topic, but just when a Canadian movie is even slightly popular, they gotta <laughs> try to capitalize. But I was gonna say about movie theaters and putting out movies like this like yeah It'll be so weird if it if this just becomes the thing like like I'm amazed that it I'm glad I guess that it seems like it worked like people Didn't mind paying 20 bucks for a new movie and then later it'll become the normal Eight nine dollars and then later after that you could rent it on YouTube for three bucks But it makes sense. It's just the life cycle of a movie and it's especially if you've got two or three people in your household, it's still cheaper than going to the to the theater. So even if it's only one person renting a fucking movie, I mean, if it's twenty five bucks, you're going to spend between ten and twenty bucks to go to the movie theater anyway before food, and then food is an arm and a leg. Like really, it's it, it's more economically feasible to spend twenty five bucks on a rental. Yeah, it's weird because like yeah, I mean, obviously, I love movie theaters. Also, who doesn't? Everyone loves a movie theater. But it's like if it, I don't know, if it has to go, If I thought I'd be more sad about losing them. But if they, because if, if Corona just keeps up and those like property prices are so brutal, they're just, they're all going to turn into condos. It's just going to happen like all of a sudden. I hope it doesn't. But if it does, at least we live in this digital age where, uh, you know, there's options. Because I remember the first time this happened that I really remember was uh, the what was it called? Not The Dictator, but the uh, Seth Rogen movie about uh, North Korea. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't remember the name of that either. The the Message? I don't remember what the fuck it was. Anyway, but yeah, they didn't put that movie out because they got bomb threats and stuff. So they just put it out, you know, digitally. And uh, me and Matt rented it for whatever, 10, 15 bucks and watched it at his house. And we were like, yeah, man, that was fine. That was fun. <laughs> like it's weird so on the one hand it's like yeah movie theaters rule and movie theaters are awesome and then on the other hand it's like ah well fuck them what, what can you do <laughs> you know i have uh, heard theories too that maybe uh drive-ins will come back because they you can socially distance that'd be pretty swell actually there are drive-ins open that's that's become a popular thing uh over the last little bit is uh drive-in movie theaters lots of people are piling in to go see you know two, three movies at a time. Do you remember the last movie you saw at a drive-in? I think for me it was like the Ninja Turtles movie in 1990, so it's been a long time. Wow, that's cool. Uh, I saw 
a double feature of Gigli and Bad Boys. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Why is that the double feature? That means no fucking. Sorry, Bad Boys too. <laughs> but Gigli, what the fuck? Are they just like? Is that like to trick people into watching that movie? I, it was brand new at the time, you know. <laughs> How is that actually? I've never seen it. I mean, everybody makes fun of it, but I don't remember it. Because like the other movie I always think of at that time, obviously, because they both had Ben Affleck, is a uh, Jersey Girl, and I went to see that in the theater, and like it's not good, but it's not bad. You know, people shit on it a lot, but it's fine. Yeah, I don't. I really don't remember it well enough. I, I remember it wasn't that bad. Right. I mean, it could have been worse. I'm sure it's, it's probably they must have played that one first, right? Because yeah. imagine if you watched Bad Boys Two and then you had to sit through Gili. <laughs> You're like, oh fuck! What was the last movie you saw in normal theaters before Corona shut everything down? I can actually look. Hold on a second here. Cool. Yeah. Well, while you're checking, because uh, for me it was uh, Zombieland Two, and I remember at the time I was like, eh, you know, it's a little average. I like Zombieland One a lot better. But now I'm glad I went. I'm just glad that I went to the goddamn movie theater one more time before everything shut down. Uh, the last one we went to see was Brightburn. Oh, yeah, shit. So, I mean, it's a little further back, but, I mean, that's that was a good movie. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm ch- I was checking my letterbox. I have a letterbox account. I keep, I keep track of everything I watch. Nice. Yeah, because isn't that creepy? Like, again, hopefully everything just, they fix up this corona shit and movie theaters survive this this financial pounding. But what if that's it? What if we have to tell our grandparents, our grand, our grandparents? What if we tell our grandkids someday, like, this was the last time I went to a movie theater? It was fucking Brightburn and Zombieland Two. I saw Zombieland Two in the theater as well. Was Zombieland Two after Brightburn? I think so. Then yeah, I think that might have been the last one. Then wow, isn't that weird? Maybe we both saw Zombieland Two as our final film. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's another one. I wouldn't mind rewatching Zombieland One also because that's mostly what Zombieland Two did. Is it just reminded me how much I liked Zombieland One? It was like a weird trailer to remind me about Zombieland One. We watched Zombieland One and then that afternoon went out to Zombieland Two. Yeah, it was like I loved how they had like the the same characters and it was like the appropriate amount of time has passed like the real amount of time has passed between the two movies it mostly just at the end i don't know by the by the end when they're just getting zombies to run off the building and stuff i don't know i was getting a little antsy i was like okay let's wrap it up movie little did i know i should have appreciated that i was in a movie theater (laughs) but i mean i have i have so many movies here that you know I, i don't really care if uh movie theaters reopen i mean i like going to the movies but i also like spending the same amount of money that I would have spent on a trip to the movies on something I'm going to keep. And I do feel like, yeah, like Corona is going to have to be like really seriously taken care of before people will feel comfortable going to a movie theater again. Cause I like, I can't imagine doing it. It would be like, why would you take your life into your hands right now to go to a fucking movie? <laughs> you know, people are stupid. Even it's weird. So obviously like pro wrestling is just fucked in North America. Like it's just empty arenas. It's wrestling has never been worse because you realize that fake fighting without a crowd is really shitty because <laughs> like there's no energy. But in Japan, since things aren't as bad, they've started letting people back in, but it's like socially distanced. So it's only every like, I think it's one third capacity and everyone's got the masks and they're not supposed to cheer because you know, it spreads droplets. So it's just a lot of clapping. And it's like, man, even this is really fucking weird. <laughs> like, everything is like a little twilight zone right now. That's fucked up. And I just, yeah, I really just thought it would be over. 
by now. I was like, ah, you know, two or three months, four months at worst, but, or like, or I thought it would be ramping down and it's just not, <laughs> and that's fucked. So yeah, I mean, it's a new world. Obviously everyone is aware of that, <laughs> but just to give everybody the update on what's going on with us. And yeah, we still got a bunch of uh, stuff we recorded in the pre-COVID times that is eventually going to come out, long commentaries and stuff. Oh, we got an episode about ranking the Friday the 13th movies that is coming out pretty soon. But in the meantime, yeah, we're going to do some shorter episodes. And uh, along those lines, we've been talking for like half an hour. Uh, got any other thoughts on your mind? I figure that's good. We could probably wrap it up here. How many episodes do we have pre-recorded? It's quite a few still. Actually, hold on. I'll edit this out of the thing, but I can check. Probably take me a long time to actually edit them all. But, you know, they'll just slowly... Like, this is kind of a neat idea. If we put out these shorter ones, you know, on a more regular basis, and then it can just kind of... Uh, slowly drip out the longer ones i got so we got 16 but one of them is that music video one that sort of sucks so probably we'll say 15 we got 15 episodes that's cool how close is the friday one to be being done pretty close yeah it's it's pretty good it's that one too it's like it was like half done and then my laptop broke and i was already just like hanging off the cliff by one finger of like i just hate sitting at my computer in my house and editing shit i just hate it and then i just start over and i was just like oh Oh, <laughs> but it is a great episode. It is really good. I think people are going to like it. I'm looking forward to hearing that. So yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned for that because that's coming out soon. And then after that is Scott Pilgrim, which is also delightful. Cool. Yeah, I want to hear that one as well. Cool. Uh, so let's see. What was our fucking sign-off shit? Just go fuck yourself? Uh, well, first we mentioned the social media. Yeah, I guess we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you on uh, Twitter and such and Instagram? Twitter and Instagram at borahiro 77 and then, of course, there's you. Yeah, and uh, I'm Keith McNally on Twitter. Uh, I started an Instagram for my writing podcast, Novel Pod. And uh, I also started a Buffy podcast just this week. <laughs> so uh, it's on the Prison Wallets YouTube channel. But if you're uh, looking for the podcast, just search Does Buffy Suck? And we're just watching old Buffy's. And we're like, hey, does this suck or does this rule? Prison underscore wallets underscore pod. Which one is that? Is that the Twitter or the Instagram? <laughs> That's the Instagram. Right, and Podcast Prison is the Twitter, yeah. Right. Cool, so go look us up, do all the shit, whatever, tell your friends. So like, subscribe, rate, review, all that happy bullshit. And uh, I'm being distracted by titties, so <laughs> I guess we should uh, cut this off. Great, so yeah, you get to do that. I'm going to edit this podcast and put it up. I'm going to put it up tonight. So we'll both have, uh, it's equally fun, I'm sure, but <laughs> we'll both be doing this evening. All right, well, we'll do this again soon. Cool. So yeah, I guess uh, well, I guess that's that. I guess we could just keep blabbing, but you got titties, so I guess I'll just end this call, and uh, that's that. Right on. Fuck you all. Yeah, I think this went pretty good. Seemed seemed good to me. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Later, everyone. Adios.